The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect New Year, New You portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. Welcome to uh, this edition. Welcome to this edition of Minding Your Business, a service of the law offices of Peter J. Lamont. Today's program is entitled Social Media for Business and is sponsored by our friends at MS Psychotherapy. To learn more about MS or to schedule a consultation, please call them at 973-341-9869. We're excited today to have with us Lynn Mizziello, a certified kitchen and bath designer and president and CEO of LM Designs, headquartered in Verona, New Jersey. Welcome, Lynn. Good morning, Peter. How are you today? Good. Hope you're well. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Sure. Uh, before we begin, uh, I'd like to get some background on you. Maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and about LM Designs. Certainly. Um, I am a certified kitchen and bath designer and a member of the National Kitchen and Bath Association since 1997. My interior design firm, LM Designs, specializes in creating beautiful kitchens and bathrooms. Homeowners love working with my team because we listen to them. We improve the look and feel of their space while also adding value to their home. Uh, we bring value to your project with less mistakes, safe installations, designs that work, clearly defined budgets, and experience via a very wide network of trusted connections. Our services include project management, consultations in the convenience of your home, analysis and documentation of the rooms to be designed, space planning, presentation of new design solutions, creation of a detailed budget for your project, selection and supervision of your contractors, and the research, selection, and purchasing of all materials for your project. So we pretty much do everything for you. It sounds like it. Yeah, um, and it's a wonderful business. Do you have a, a website or a way for people to get in touch with you? Yes, I do, and it's a, also a very good place to see an excellent, excellent example of what we're discussing today. My website is lmdesignsllc.com, and on the upper right-hand corner, you can see links to all of my social media. All right, great. Well, that leads us into our, our discussion today. Today we're talking about social media for businesses. Uh, many people are only familiar with using social media to stay connected with friends and family or for purely recreational purposes. It's a great place to share pictures of your vacation and that sort of thing. But social media is far more than just fun. It actually serves an important and emerging business function. So, Lynn, what I want to start off with today is talking about how a business of any size, whether small, medium, or large, can use social media to increase exposure and profitability of their company. Yes, it's a, it's a really wonderful place to do everything you just described. And by implementing frequently searched words and phrases, a person can get a very high ranking on Internet search engines, which is really the end result. The end result is driving traffic to your business. Uh, I'm featured on many online directories, and many of them are affiliated with my industry. They aren't necessarily social media, but they have all helped drive traffic to my website 
through social media. And a lot of those websites are house, which is specific to my industry. There's also Angie's List, Yelp, Google, Google Plus, Insider Pages, Living Social, Patch, etc. Also, if a person belongs to any professional industry, aligning yourself with that industry and the media they already offer is very important. Uh, for example, I'm a member of the National Kitchen and Bath Association, and they are absolutely wonderful with making our presence known on the Internet, in publication. It's a really great organization to be affiliated with. So anyone who owns a small company that is affiliated with a, an industry, it's very important to also align yourself with them and you can link all of that to your social media as well. Okay. Now, as far as traditional social media, I think that uh, the majority of people associate Facebook, Twitter, sure. yep. sites like that. Um, what you've described, you've uh, explained, is not traditionally considered social media, but it's um, an online presence that you're building. Now, how yes. would you go about utilizing um, sites like Twitter and Facebook, where, again, most people are thinking of them as primarily a means of communicating with friends and family. It's important to make yourself known. Put a little blast out there a few times a week, but don't overdo it. And what you want to do is pique people's interest, get their attention, and direct them back to your company. Um, specific media resources could be as you said, Facebook, have a business page on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest. All of those social media do offer outlets for businesses, and it, it doesn't take very much to get yourself involved in that. Now, what is the, the primary function of the social media pages? Is it to just have that individual page, or is there a, a direction that you want these, these media, social media pages to, to point to? The direction you want these social media pages to point to is your website. Everyone really should, every small business should have a website. Even if it's a web page, if you can't afford to hire a web designer, you can do it on your own. As long as you have a web presence, I think it's very important today to do that. Have the name of your company, a brief description of what you do, and how people can contact you because the end goal here is you can get people's attention but if they can't find you what's the point you want people to find you and contact you so is it is it fair to say that your purpose behind uh, your use of social media is primarily to drive web traffic to your site it is and by doing so the second result would be to educate people Building trust in the community, building trust around the brand name, LM Designs, and people know that I know what I'm talking about. They read my blog. They see I'm offering very practical advice, sometimes very technical advice, and that lets people know I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm talking about, and they become familiar with my brand. Now, uh, what sites in particular do you use as social media outlets? Well, as I said earlier, there's house.com, which is specifically for the interior design community. There's also Angie's List, and uh, I'm listed and rated on Angie's List as well as a designer and uh, for home improvements. There's Yelp. There's Google. There, there's a plethora of different types of websites that businesses can get affiliated with, and it, all of those things helps to bring traffic to your website 
by using keywords that people will search for on the internet. Can you explain a little bit more uh, more about how these keywords work and what people should be um, understanding uh, with respect to how social media is going to help you as a business owner develop a web presence? Absolutely. If you have a website, and you should have a website, that way you have a tangible presence on the Internet. Make sure that every page on your website, if you are able to create more than one, has a different title that showcases the relevant keywords for that page. Not only are those titles highly important in search algorithms, they're the first thing that people see when they look at a page of search results. So algorithm is a term from geometry. It basically describes how the input of data will affect the output of more data. In this case, we're talking about search engine words. For my company, words and phrases such as bathroom designer, kitchen designer, even the word shower or faucet would bring up a link to LM designs. Okay, so this is, is when people are saying, um, I'm at the top of the search engine. This is a way to help work towards that. Is that correct? Exactly. Yes, exactly. You want, your, you want to come up in those results, and you want it to be relevant. It shouldn't be, um, you know, it shouldn't be frivolous. It should be something relevant. Have somebody find you and have it and make it worth their while. Okay. So um, you mentioned website, and you also talked about well, if you don't have money to hire somebody to develop a site for you, at least have a page. Yes. Is this something the utilization of social media in connection with a site? Is this something that? a brand new business or a sole proprietor can utilize if they don't have the financial resources at this point to hire a professional? Yes, absolutely, because social media is mostly free marketing, and free marketing is not something that a small startup business wants to pass up. Get a blog. Write on the blog. Writing on a blog will increase the amount of keyword pages that Google has indexed for you. Get social media links to your blog. Have a Facebook page for your business and have a Facebook like button. And then a Twitter box also so that your website is constantly changing and alive. Okay, so you, uh, you think it's important then to have these links back and forth, not yes. only from social media to your site, but the reverse from your site to social media. Yes, absolutely. You can have these links on your site. You can also have these links on a LinkedIn account. You can have... These links can all be intertwined, which is a wonderful thing. It's like different fingers reaching out from each piece of social media that you use, all interconnected and driving traffic back to your brand, back to your connection, and creating trust. You know, let's talk a little bit about uh, content. You had mentioned earlier um, the blog and information. And so beyond the idea of just driving traffic to your site, you also want to provide your followers and readers with practical advice. What sort of content should businesses be looking to put onto social media sites? And what about uh, frequency of this information? Well, I think it all depends upon your industry. It really does. It depends upon how often you need to update and keep that information current. I don't like to overdo it. Um, I think in, because of social media, people can become overloaded. So you want it to be a friendly face that, that people see. You don't want it to be an annoyance. So I typically reach out three times a week, and I offer practical advice for people. 
I find questions that, number one, I believe will be something that people will search for on the Internet and will be something that interests other people. So for my company, for example, I recently had a blog post called Shower with a Friend, which really was a provocative title. It got a lot of hits and a lot of searches, and it was really not, uh, you know, it was, it was a way to get people's attention, but it was also a very significant topic, and it was about shower valves and how shower valves can protect you um, from getting scalded in the shower. It was a very significant topic, but the, the subject title got people's attention, and I think that's something that new businesses should really learn how to do. You really do everything when you are in a startup and you're in a small business. You're really juggling many different balls. You're wearing many different hats, and that's part of the fun of it. So, that I mean, what you just described is a very clever approach, and, and I would imagine that uh, it generated a tremendous amount of buzz for you, the, the topic of the shower. Um, so it seems as though social media, while it's free and relatively easy, as a business, you do need to put some sort of conscious effort and thought into what you are posting. Yes, you do. Is that fair do. to say? No, absolutely, Peter. That's absolutely fair to say. And there is so much free information available on the Internet to people. It's not very hard to learn how to do this and to learn how to do it well. Okay. Now, let's just um, move forward a little bit. What sort of benefit do you as as a company, as a business, see from this social media usage? And what can you tell uh, you know, our listeners as far as what they can expect and what their goals should be in, in putting out social media um, you know, posts and pages and things like that? Well, as I've said several times, my end goal is increased traffic to my website. It's also an increased awareness of LM Designs and of myself as a professional in the world. People begin to see me around, and they know that I know what I'm talking about, and that creates trust and trust in my brand. Um, advice for businesses that are new to social media, there's a very simple way to put this. Uh, it really is a, a very simple concept. And I'm going to go to a song by the Eagles called The New Kid in Town. And the very first line says, there's talk on the street, it sounds so familiar. Great expectations, everybody's watching you. Now, isn't that really what social media is all about? You want people to see you, and you want to let them know who you are. So the point here is, if you were the new kid in town, how would you put your best foot forward to meet new people? Well, you would define who you are, and you would want to know what you look like. So here we're talking about businesses. You want to know what your brand will look like, and then you want to stand by it. You want to put your best foot forward you want to meet new people, you want to put your face out there, and you want to know who you are and what you're talking about. All right, so that raises some uh, interesting questions. And, and, and talking about almost social media etiquette in a sense, yeah. you're talking about building a brand and developing your brand and um, you know, going back where we are developing a site, we are posting relevant content on social media, and we're driving traffic to and from your site and the social media. We, we talked briefly about um, you know, the return of inv on investment, and primarily that refers to the increased traffic, the credibility that you build as a business, whether it's a, a large corporation or a, a, an individual or sole proprietor. So there's definitely a benefit. And now you, you've raised a very interesting question about 
the social media etiquette. So you've developed this brand, and you want your brand to speak to the world. So, you know, there have been a lot of stories in the news recently concerning um, companies that are creating fake profiles, fake endorsements. Uh, it, it's very funny because the sitcom last night, The uh, the Office, they had a um, a little gag where they were creating a Facebook page for their company, and they were creating fake profiles, fake people to like those fake profiles. Uh, what do you think about that as a means of driving people to your pages? Well, I, I don't think that being insincere, unethical, or dishonest is ever a great way to start off any relationship. Um, so, yes, The Office is a very funny show, and I think that's a great uh, example, but uh, I would never recommend using dishonesty or deceit. The average person is smart enough to have good instincts, and if something doesn't feel right, there's usually a reason behind it. Um, if you start off a new company, you want to start off the right way. You want to have good ethical practices. You want to be sincere. And you want all of that to come across in your business and in your dealings with your client. So starting off on the right foot is very important. Uh, I don't think that doing um, any kind of fake promotion or, um, or fake, uh, fake anything, Let's just put it that way. Keep it very right. simple. Yeah, I don't think any of that is good business practice. So and it's really, certainly not the way to start a new company off. Right, exactly. If you are you know, creating a business and your goal is to be ethical and honest with your clients and customers in um, real-world face-to-face interactions, that same philosophy has to translate and transmit through your use of social media. Very well said, Peter. Absolutely. I agree, 100%. Now, the interesting point um, with social media is that whereas if you have a face-to-face interaction with a, a customer or a client and you bend the truth or exaggerate or out-and-out lie, um, that customer is who your comment is directed to. And, yes, there's a possibility of that customer realizing that you're not being completely honest and then going out and spreading the word to some of, of of that customer's friends. But the difference between that and the impact on your business and social media, uh, social media is instantaneous. Yeah. When you post something on Facebook or Twitter, that goes out to the world. Yeah, it does. It does. So you want that message to be clear. That's why I started off by saying you want to know who you are. You want to define who you are and stand by that and defining who you are should begin with honesty. If you're a new company, so you're a new company. You're looking to meet new people. But what you said is very significant. If it's a negative message and you begin with negativity, that word can spread like wildfire. So why not start off with something positive and honest and let that spread like wildfire? And in the end, the energy that you cultivate is going to be far better for everyone. And better for your business as well. Well, yes, absolutely, yeah. What you put out into the world is something you want to be proud of. So, you know, you could spend a lot of time developing your image and spreading that online, yet in the matter of, of, you know, a 120-character post on Twitter, you could end up unraveling everything that you've built if you're not utilizing social media in an honest and, and appropriate manner. Is that... Is that fair? Yes, I think that's a very fair statement. 
very, very fair. And there, there are plenty of examples of how people have undone themselves simply by being dishonest when there's really no need for it. If you're being dishonest, if you're if you're hiding something, then you know there's no point. Right, and eventually, and at least my experience with clients, these things come out. So these fake endorsements and these things come out, and, and somebody at some point will call you on it, and then it's going to have an adverse impact. That's true. Now I want to get back to something that you had said earlier uh, when we were talking about how you utilize it, um, social media, that is, and. Um, the content that you're posting. I want to talk a little bit more about the um, frequency. You had said something earlier about, you know, sending out a few times a week. I wanted to talk about that. So if somebody is is brand new to social media, um, you don't advise posting every day. I know you had mentioned it being industry-specific, but what general advice could you give to businesses? Oh, boy. Well, that's, that's a little bit tough. Um, I think that it, it could be genera- generational here. There are some people that are completely addicted to their social media, and I don't, I don't think addiction in any form is very healthy. <laughs> um, and there's always there's always something really good about leaving people wanting more. So maybe less is more. You do want to have a social media presence, but you don't want to overdo it. I think one to three times a week might be sufficient, sometimes daily. It all depends on your industry. If it's an industry where you really need to let people know every single day what's going on, then, of course, do so. For my particular industry, I feel like people can only handle reading about bathroom faucets or shower valves maybe two times a week, three times a week. I, I agree with you, and, and I think that where some new businesses may go wrong, and even, believe it or not, some very experienced businesses, uh, I think that when they have nothing to say, they tend to try to force it, and then that results in people who have been following the company um, just not wanting to continue to receive these these a barrage of emails. I agree with you, and I think it dilutes the value of the message you're putting out there. You want this to be about quality. You know, it's a very old adage, quality, not quantity. You want to balance this. You want quantity and quality with what you're providing you want to pique people's interest, you want to keep them interested, and you want to keep them wanting more. You don't want to get them sick of you. So there's a very fine line to walk there, and it's a very delicate balance, and I think it's one that each business needs to discover for themselves. But the, the bottom line here is common sense. What would you want as a consumer? How would you want to be marketed to? How would you want to be treated? Right, so I guess if you take that one step further, when you as the consumer stepping out of the uh, CEO hat, when you get home and your inbox is inundated with all sorts of meaningless ads and, and, and things like that, you want to just unsubscribe. I agree. But if you're, if you're sending a, a message that is consistent but not necessarily a barrage on a daily basis, you know, I think you're more likely to have somebody want to follow what you're saying. Yeah, I think that's very true. It should be something that's enjoyable. I mean, after all, we're calling this social. This is something social. And, yes, it's media. It's free advertising, but we don't want to take advantage of our audience either. So you want to entertain people, keep them interested, keep them wanting more, and you don't want them to get sick of you. Right now, you're talking about keeping people interested. Something you had said earlier um, seems to be a, a, a very 
good point, which is that you ask questions and you engage your audience as opposed to just force-feeding them facts that you want them to know. Is that something that works for you? Yes, it works very well for me. And those questions are from real people, uh, and I love it. I love Some of the questions that I get back are silly, but you know something? There's no such thing as a bad question. Everyone wants to know something, and I love being able to give people the answers. And sometimes that opens up a very colorful, lively discussion that's really a lot of fun to, to write about and to read about. I think that that's part of the element of social media that people forget. I mean, you said it. You said that it's it's social, and yes, it's media, but a website or um, something that is static and doesn't change often. Mm. You're giving people information, but you're not engaging them on a social level. So the yeah. idea of social media is really a hybrid between information that you want to provide and a meaningful dialogue with your consumers and potential clients. Yes, yes, absolutely. You want to build trust. You want to let people know what you're talking about, but you want to make it engaging. You want to make it interesting and entertaining as well because if we're going to be in business for ourselves, if we're going to have small businesses, we're putting our heart and soul into what we're doing for a living, and it should be something that's joyful. And I find that sharing all of my knowledge with my audience is really something that brings me a lot of happiness, and that comes across. And if, if a business owner can let that come across, that's a wonderful thing to be able to do for people. All right, well, I would like to sum up um, you know, briefly some of the things that we've talked about and just highlight on, on some of the main points. So you know, in your estimation, the way that businesses should approach social media is, number one, they need to have a website that they can help drive their social media accounts to. I agree. Um, or a blog page, some type okay. of a blog, some type of Internet presence where people can find them, see who they are, and know how to contact them. Right. Now, the next thing is, um, you know, what sort of information? We talked about content. and There's an adage, content is king. So we've talked about providing your um, audience with valuable content, valuable pieces of information, and then engaging them on a social level to be able to have a dialogue with you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, obviously, as part of the content, we talked about the way in which you want to convey you and your business to your audience, and it's building a brand and then maintaining integrity and honesty, even in a social media situation where people aren't necessarily seeing you face-to-face. But the points you made about honesty and integrity on the Internet I think are very, very important because using that approach can help generate a tremendous amount of interest in you and your business as opposed to the devastating effect that being dishonest could have. Yes, I agree. It's authenticity. We want to put our, our, our authentic selves out into the world. I mean, it's a very holistic approach, I know, but that's a very firm belief of mine. Put out there what you want to have stick to you. Put it out right. into the world. Put the good out into the world. And that starts with being honest. I agree 100%. There's a tremendous amount of news recently where businesses have, have lied, and it really is detrimental. So your point is well taken and something that I think everyone should focus on. 
And then finally, we talked about the frequency with which you want to do this. And you don't want to burden or inundate somebody with posts all the time. But you also mentioned that it is industry-specific. So yeah. whereas you might be a, a, a bake shop, for example, and you might have the need to put out a post every day, somebody like yourself, like you said, there's only so much you can say about a faucet or a countertop or something like that. So that's right. a very good point for people to take away. Uh, now, I have a question for you. If people wanted to get more information about your social media presence, uh, presence and possibly use it as an example, where could they go to find your social media posts and, and blogs and things like that? All of my social media is linked, um, and it starts at my website, lmdesignsllc.com. And on the top right of every single page, you will see links to all of my social media. And a lot of that social media is linked back to the website. Uh, LinkedIn, for example, is also linked to my Twitter. And all of that is linked back to my website, my Facebook page. Everything is linked together like a little bit of a, a happy little spider web that catches all of this information and, and puts it back out again. So it's constantly coming in and out. But my, my web page is really the best place to start. All right, so then I, I'd like to recommend that everybody uh, take, a, take a second and, and look at Lynn's page because when you click on the social media links, you'll get a very good sampling of the way that Lynn is successfully using social media to drive business to her site and build and develop a, a real web presence. So I recommend that everyone go to her site, click on the social media links, follow her, and it's going to give you an idea of how you, know, you should um, operate in social media as well. Uh, I think that instead of recreating the wheel, we can learn a lot from one another. So I would encourage you to do that. Uh, Lynn, we only have about 30 seconds, so I'd like to thank you for being on the program today. I think that you've provided our listeners with very valuable advice, so I'd like to thank you for that. I'd also like to open the door to you uh, for coming back in a few weeks and taking some questions. I know we've had some callers on hold, um, but I wanted you to get this information across. So hopefully you'll come back and we'll do a question and answer session. It would be my pleasure. Thank you so much, Peter, for having me today. Lynn Mizziello, I appreciate your time and your comments, uh, and I look forward to having you on again. Thank you very much, and that concludes this episode.